وهو سميع البصير لا تدركه الأبصار وهو يدرك الأبصار وهو اللطيف الخبير والصلاة والسلام بالأفضل الصلوات وتم التسليم على حبيبه وحبيبنا أحمد مجتبى محمد مصطفى صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأتباعه إلى يوم الدين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وبعد فيقول الله جل وعلا في محكم التنزيل بعد أن أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ويوم حنين إذ أعجبتكم كثرتكم فلم تغن عنكم شيئا وضاقت عليكم الأرض بما رحبت ثم وليتم مدبرين فأنزل الله سكينته على رسوله وعلى المؤمنين وأنزل جنودا لم تروها وعذب الذين كفروا وذلك جزاء الكافرين وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أنا النبي لا كذب أنا ابن عبد المطلب أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الله العلي العظيم وصدق رسوله الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين وبعد جماعة المسلمين and respected listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته We begin by praising Allah رب العزة والجلال our creator sustainer Nadisha provider and protector. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself says, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I have not created jinn and mankind except that they worship Allah, recognize Allah. And the recognition of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the purpose of our lives. Short temporary lives in this world to recognize Allah and be obedient to Allah that you might earn through the mercy and rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala an eternity of bliss, an eternity of pleasure, an eternity of joy, and an eternity of reward in the Jannah of Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. Allahumma ja'alna, ya Allah, min ahlil Jannah. Oh Allah, make us of the people of Jannah, ourselves, our families, our children, our loved ones, our near and dear ones, and those of our parents and forefathers who have passed on. Allah grant them the highest of status in Jannah. Amin thumma amin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the first without a beginning and the last without any ending. When we say the kalima, la ilaha illallah, we, we first negate everything besides Allah. And then we affirm to say that Allah alone is worthy of worship. We first negate and we say, la ilaha, there is none worthy, nobody, nothing whatsoever worthy of worship illallah and then we affirm positively only Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal la ilaha illallah none worthy of worship besides Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal there's no creator but Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal nobody can create the wing of a mosquito Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the creator Badi'u samawati wal ard the originator of the heavens and the earth where there was nothing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created something Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us the short period of time to earn the Jannah of Allah and to show us how to earn the Jannah of Allah, Allah has granted us the honor of being from amongst the Ummah and the followers and the nation of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Habibullah, the beloved of Allah, Khatamun Nabiyyin, the seal of all prophets, after whom no other prophet will come. The recipient of the Holy Quran, 
revealed to him by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, brought down by Jibreel, the miracle of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We send greetings and the choicest of salutations upon the beloved of Allah and our beloved Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Today, insha'Allah, Aziz, I would like to speak a bit about Nasrum min Allah, the Nusra and the assistance of Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. I've spoken about the kalima La ilaha illallah very shortly. And in this kalima, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or in this kalima, Allah mentions it in the Holy Quran as well. The negation of everything else and the affirmation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Negation meaning there is none worthy of worship illallah except Allah. Now this concept gives a person the, the, the benefit and the understanding of exclusivity and uniqueness. Uh, we give a short example if somebody says uh, that I drive a Mercedes-Benz, he's only affirming that I drive a Mercedes-Benz. But if he says nobody in my family drives a Mercedes-Benz besides me, then he's giving himself the quality of uniqueness. He first negates nobody drives a Mercedes-Benz in my whole family. Besides myself, I'm the first one to get a Mercedes-Benz. So in that expression, he says that nobody has one in my whole family. Besides myself, I'm the only one that's driving a Mercedes-Benz. So now if you look at the kalima, la ilaha illallah, it gives that same uniqueness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That there is none worthy of worship, none you should call unto, none you should depend on, none whose punishment you must fear, none whose reward you must hope for, Illallah except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then in the Holy Quran, Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal explains and articulates Nasrum min Allah or Nasrullah, the assistance of Allah in the same way and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Waman Nasru in illa min indillah. Waman Nasru. And there is no assistance illa min indillah except from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah assists you, then you are going to be assisted. If Allah helps you, then you are going to be helped. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with you, then you have gained that assistance. If it does not come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you cannot gain it. Allah is the assister. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told one of his sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, إِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ اللَّهِ When you ask, ask from Allah. وَإِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِنْ بِاللَّهِ And if you want assistance, then seek the assistance of Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. And if Allah assists you, then nobody can take away the nusra and the assistance of Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. But knock on everybody else's door. And you have not knocked on the door of Allah. Beg from everybody else, and you have not begged from Allah. Seek the assistance of everyone else, and you have not sought the assistance of Allah. Then where is the nusra and the help going to come from? Allah, Allah, only Allah. Allah alone, none besides Allah. Allah is the helper. Allah is the assister. Therefore, every day, in every raka'ah, of every salah, what do we say? Iyaka na'budu. You alone, O oh Allah, do we worship. Wa iyaka Nasta'een. And you alone, O oh Allah, do we seek assistance from. You alone are we going to beg from. You alone can assist us. Victory alone can come from you, O oh Allah. We are dependent on Allah. We are in need of Allah. We are poor and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is wealthy. We are dependent. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is independent. We need to place 
our trust in Allah, our hopes in Allah, and we need to seek assistance from Allah. Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal, وَمَنْ نَصْرُ إِلَّا مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ Nusra, the assistance is only going to come from Allah, cannot come from anywhere else besides Allah. Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. And therefore, Jama'atul Muslimin, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as mentioned with regards dua, supplication, making dua to Allah, begging from Allah. And Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam describes dua in the following words, Ad-du'a'u mukhul ibadah. Dua is the essence of ibadah. In Urdu they say the nichor, you know when you, when you have squeezed something out and you get the juice, all the things that's good. So now the peels and all the others you can discard because you've got the juice of the orange now. Now the peels you can throw away and the cells that all the juice have been, has been squeezed out of, that can be discarded. You've got the pure orange juice, all you have to do is drink that. Now what is the essence of ibadah? Dua, mukhul ibadah. Why when you make dua, it is a person physically, a slave of Allah, raising his hands to Allah with the knowledge and the yaqeen and the conviction and the iman and the belief that now I am asking from that Allah that if that Allah grants me, nobody can keep it away from me. And if my Allah assists me, then nobody can stand against me. And if my Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects me, then nobody can harm me. وَمَنْ نَصْرُ إِلَّا مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ and then in the life of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us examples in seeking the assistance of only Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal and looking at nothing else besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We can take two of the famous battles which were fought by Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The most famous, famous battles fought by Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam arguably is the battle of Badr which took place in the second year of the Hijrah. The Muslims were numbering 313. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions it in the Holy Quran. And the enemy they numbered a thousand. The night before the battle of Badr, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was engaged in what? Counting the swords, the camels, the horses, counting the amount of men, how much shields there are, how much armor there is. No. Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam was engaged in conversation with Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. That oh Allah, if you if this group is destroyed, who's going to believe in you after today? Oh Allah, you grant this group victory. All the asbab and the means of winning a war and a battle. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa never paid attention to that. He never paid attention to it. This is what Allah granted at this point. This is how the battle is going to, fought, to be fought. This is how the battle is going to be fought with what there is. But the assistance of Allah, even if there is nothing in Allah wants victory, victory will be granted. So Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam engages in dua, supplication, begging from Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. And then when 313 sahaba, radiyallahu ta'ala anhum ajma'een, when they stand in the battle of Badr, poorly and weakly equipped, they stand against a thousand, a thousand who are well armored, well prepared, physically strong, they stand there. But the Sahaba, they stand with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they have gained the Nusra of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The army that has gained the Nusra and the assistance of Allah, can they be defeated? Kalla, never. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants victory. In another battle, Six years later, the Battle of Hunayn. The Battle of Hunayn is also mentioned in the Holy Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions it in Surah Tawbah. In this battle, 
This battle took place in the eighth year of the Hijrah, uh, a few days after Fathu Makkah. Fathu Makkah, the conquest of Makkah. So now the numbers in the, 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 the numbers of the Muslims have swelled. There are many more who have now accepted Islam after Islam has now conquered Makkah al-Mukarramah. Here the Muslim army does not number 313. No 1,000. No 5,000. No 7,000. Not even 10,000. The Muslim numbers are now 12,000. The greatest Muslim army in numbers ever to have gathered, have gathered after Fathu Makkah, have gathered after the victory of Makkah, and now they are going to fight the battle of Hunayn. Because there were few of the tribes under Malik ibn Awf that were still resisting. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, with regards the battle of Hunayn, because the battle was fought in a valley, the valley of Hunayn. So now the, the Sahaba, the Muslim army, with Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 12,000 strong, they set out to put an end to the unrest of these tribes who are still showing a bit of resistance under the leadership of Malik ibn Awf. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah At-Tawbah, وَيَوْمَ Hunain. And on the day of Hunayn, إِذْ أَعْجَبَتْكُمْ كَثْرَتُكُمْ Kathra means to be a lot, kathir. Sometimes a person says, shukran, kathiran. I thank you a lot. إِذْ أَعْجَبَتْكُمْ كَثْرَتُكُمْ When your numbers pleased you. Who does a Muslim depend on? Who does a Muslim depend on? Numbers, armies, generals, name, fame, wealth. What does a Muslim depend on? Who does a Muslim depend on? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says on the battle of Hunayn, the greatest Muslim army in history gathered at that time, meaning to that time, 12,000. Never before had 12,000 gathered. 12,000 in the battle of Hunayn. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَيَوْمَ Hunayn On the day of Hunayn, إِذْ أَعْجَبَتْكُمْ كَثْرَتُكُمْ When your numbers pleased you, there were some newly accepted Muslims. When they saw the numbers, they said, we will never be defeated today. Look at our numbers. Look at what we have. A Muslim must never turn his gaze away from Allah. Look at Allah. Seek the assistance of Allah. Seek the protection of Allah. Seek victory from Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. Don't look at what I have. What is in my pocket. My ability, my capabilities, my strength, the armor, the numbers. Kalla. An-Nasru min Allah. Nusra will come from Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. And therefore a Muslim cannot take his gaze away from Allah. And his yaqeen and conviction in Allah. And his belief in Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. We have come to the house of Allah on the day of Friday. Day, the first day of Tashriq to hear about Allah, my Allah, our Allah, who will assist us, who will protect us, who provides for us, who looks after us, who keeps us alive. We only speak because Allah has granted us the ability to speak. We can only hear because Allah has granted us the ability to hear. Everything comes from Allah. Allah says, وَمَن نَصْرُ إِلَّا مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ Assistance cannot come except from Allah. So, وَيَوْمَ حُنَيْنِ The day of Hunayn. إِذْ أَعْجَبَتْكُمْ كَثْرَتُكُمْ The numbers were many. فَلَمْ تُغْنِ عَنْكُمْ شَيْئًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Then your numbers were of no benefit to you. The Muslim army, just before, uh, before dawn, before sunrise, they entered the valley of Hunayn. The enemy Malik ibn Awf, he had positioned archers on both sides of the valley. And before the Muslim army could begin to put itself in formation, the Muslim army was showered with arrows. And then those who were weak in faith, they began turning their backs on the battlefield and they began running. And Abu Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stood firm. 
Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ananabiyu la kathib. I am the prophet of Allah. La kathib. There is no lie in it. An no lie in it. Anabnu Abdul Muttalib. I am the son of Abdul Muttalib, the grandfather of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then picked up a handful of dust and he threw it at the enemy. A handful of dust. A handful of dust. Imagine you are in a battle. Swords, bows, arrows, shield, horses, camels. And you pick up a handful of dust and you throw it. But who was it that threw? Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And when the dust was thrown, on who is the yaqeen? The dust? The velocity of the dust? The amount of the dust? The dua was shahatil wujuh. May the faces be destroyed. But the yaqeen is in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah does not even need the handful of dust. Allah can destroy without that. Shahatil wujuh. And then the Muslims they came and they were by Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then a retreat that could have resulted in defeat turned to victory for the Muslims. What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? إِذْ أَعْجَبَتْكُمْ كَثْرَتُكُمْ The numbers impressed them. But it was of no avail and no benefit. And things became difficult. The earth became thin and straightened even though it was wide. It's an Arabic way of saying things became difficult. People began retreating and running, turning on the battlefield. Then Allah let his sakina and tranquility descend. Upon the Prophet of Allah, وعلى المؤمنين and upon the believers, وأنزل جنودا لم تروها and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala sent down armies that you did not see, وعذب الذين كفروا then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala destroyed those who had disbelieved, وذلك جزاء الكافرين and that is that is the remuneration of those who disbelieve in Allah رب العزة والجلال. Look at those two battles. In the battle of Badr, few in number, ill equipped. Standing against an army that are more in number, a thousand. And all the means of war are there. But because there was a dependence on Allah, that tawakkul in Allah, trust in Allah, yaqeen and conviction that Allah will grant victory. To whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants, Allah rabbul izzati wal jalal grants victory. In the battle of Hunayn, a few of the believers make the mistake of not depending on Allah and take joy at the numbers, that because of our numbers we cannot be defeated. And then before victory can be got can be gained Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches a lesson and therefore Allah mentions it in the Holy Quran is a'jabatkum kathratukum your numbers that made you happy falam tughni ankum shay'a but it was of no benefit to you wa man nasru illa min indillah nusra and assistance will come from Allah rabbul izzati wal jalal what is our duty our duty is to beg for the assistance of Allah and how do we beg for the assistance of Allah? And how do we beg for the assistance of Allah? Our begging for the assistance of Allah comes with dua. Mukhul ibadah. And our begging for the assistance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes in the everyday action of the believer. Every single day. Hayya ala salah. Hayya ala al-falah. The everyday action. Yeah, is my Allah is going to grant me assistance. Yeah, my Allah calls unto me. 
Yeah, the caller of my Allah, the da'i ilallah. He says, in a da'watu tamma, the perfect and complete call. He says, hayya ala salah, come to salah, come to success. Here is my chance to beg the assistance of Allah. What do I do? Opportunity. Hayya ala salah, hayya ala al-falah. Here is the call of that Allah who can grant victory. Here is the call of that Allah who grants assistance. Here is the call of that Allah who provides for me. Here is the call of that Allah who has given me the life that I love. What do I do with that call? وَمَنْ نَصْرُ إِلَّا مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ These are the words of Allah. Nusra and assistance will come only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nowhere else. And that Allah calls us five times a day. Do we respond to that Allah? Do we pray our salah five times a day? We make dua to Allah Rabbul Izzati Wal Jalal. Yet we want the mercy of Allah. We want the rahmah of Allah. We want the nusra and the assistance of Allah. We want victory from Allah. We want an end to oppression. When our Allah calls us, do we answer the call of Allah Rabbul Izzati Wal Jalal? وَمَنْ نَصْرُ إِلَّا مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ Assistance will only come from Allah Rabbul Izzati Wal Jalal. And based on our actions, we become either deserving of the assistance of Allah. And Al-Iyadu Billah, Al-Iyadu Billah, may Allah save us. Through our actions, we can become deserving of the punishment of Allah Rabbul Izzati Wal Jalal وَمَنْ نَصْرُ إِلَّا مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ Therefore, Jama'at Muslimin, the Muslim Ummah is going through a difficult time. Accidents happen like we have seen in Mina and in Makkah Al-Mukarramah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants martyrdom to those lucky few whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has to stand they will die on that place. إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ we are saddened by the death, by the death, Jama'at Muslimin. But how many have not prayed, O oh Allah, grant us shahada in the great cities of Makkah al-Mukarramah, O Madinatul Munawwara. And what a beautiful death in Ihram. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us beautiful endings as well. Amin thumma amin. We look at Myanmar, Burma. We look at many other parts of the Muslim Ummah, and especially in Syria, and Baytul Maqdis, Masjid al-Aqsa al-Mubarak, where we find efforts are being made. Whether the efforts are support directly from the government, from the Zionist entity, whether it has their support, efforts are being made to slowly divide Al-Aqsa Al-Mubarak. And what do we need, Jama'at Muslimin? Al-Nasru min Allah. We need the assistance of Allah. And how are you and I going to beg the assistance of Allah? How are you and I going to beg the assistance of Allah? We need the assistance of Allah. That is a fact. Without the assistance of Allah, we have nothing. But how are we asking for that assistance from Allah Rabbul Izzati Wal Jalal? Simple, simple examples can be given. A father tells his son, clean the car and then you can, you're able to go out. You want to go out? No problem. You want to play outside? Clean the car, then you can go play outside. The son doesn't want to clean the car. What does the father do? The father says, well, if you don't want to listen, then you can't go play outside. The Nusra of Allah, we need the Nusra of Allah. How are, we, how are we asking for the Nusra of Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal? Five times a day with our salah, our obedience to Allah, being good to our wives, being good to our children, being good to our husbands, respecting our parents, loving the deen of Allah. That is how we request the Nusra of Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. Every day, every day when we get up, life is not going to be easy. Sijnul Mu'min, the prison of a believer, every day, every sacrifice, whether it is the lowering of the gaze, staying away from that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made haram, whether it be working to support one's family, whether it be being obedient and covering the awrah, all those are means of getting the assistance of Allah Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. And then furthermore, Jama'at Muslimin, 
in the ending of insha'Allah Aziz, we have on Monday, on this Monday coming insha'Allah, a march which is going to take place. To show the Ummah of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam that things cannot happen in Al-Aqsa Al-Mubarak. And efforts are being made to uh, divide Al-Aqsa Al-Mubarak and Muslims all over the world, we carry on life as if nothing has happened. Kalla. We are going to seek the assistance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how do we seek the assistance of Allah? Every day, five times a day salah, praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, living in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when the call is made for us to come out and to participate in a march, or in a, a protest for the third holiest site in Islam. And then we show our support and we show our solidarity and we come to call and call unto the assistance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by taking part. We have, before we have come out in our hundreds of thousands Jama'at Muslimin, on Monday there should be more than that inshallah. Why? It is a form of us showing that we as the Muslim Ummah, when one part of the Ummah pains, it is as if one part of the body pains, the whole body feels the pain in the same way. When one part of the ummah is in difficulty, the whole ummah feels it. The ummah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And therefore we come out and we march and we march peacefully. We walk, we make dhikrullah. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we seek the assistance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And just by show of numbers and by show of our presence there, we make dua to Allah. Oh Allah, through my walking here today, through my taking off from work, through my being here with my wife and my family and everybody. Oh Allah, make this a small sacrifice to attract your nusra and your assistance that oh Allah, Al-Aqsa Al-Mubarak can be protected. Should we not be playing a role in that Jama'at Muslimin? Many things are done, many sacrifices are made. How much sacrifices are we prepared to make for the deen of Allah? Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. Therefore, inshaAllah, Aziz, on Monday, the 28th September, this Monday coming, inshaAllah, from 11.30 to 2 p.m., there will be a march uh, for regards Al-Aqsa. And the name of the march is Al-Aqsa will not be divided. Meaning Al-Aqsa should not be divided geographically with regards place. That one part of Al-Aqsa for Muslims and one part for any other religion. And Al-Aqsa should not be divided time-wise. One day for you and one day for us. Kalla, that should not happen. Al-Aqsa Al-Mubarak. The third holiest site in Islam, the first Qibla of Islam, faced by Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the first few years of Islam, before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changed the Qibla, we have to show our support, Jama'at Muslimin. And last request, Jama'at Muslimin, our Muslim brothers and sisters in many parts of the world are undergoing difficulty. We must assist in whatever way we can, but we cannot ignore the plight of our Muslim brothers and sisters locally in our own communities. This is the, this is the responsibility of each and every Muslim around us, those around us who are without work, those around us who are in need, those around us whom we can be of assistance to, we must look for them, Jama'at Muslimin, and we must try to be of assistance for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will assist a person as long as that person is in the assistance of his Muslim brother and sister. May Allah forgive our shortcomings. Allah make us of those who live our lives in a manner that attract the rahmah of Allah, the mercy of Allah, the assistance of Allah, and the nusrah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah forgive my and your shortcomings, and Allah grant us such lives which earn us the pleasure of Allah and the jannah of Allah. Amin thumma amin. Wa akhru da'wanan, alhamdulillah. الله رب العالمين